I had my children on the floor. I was on my favorite blanket that my grandmother gave me on the floor like a cat. And I realized in that moment, the potential of what our bodies can really do as women. Like I could feel his head. I could do my own internal, like, yeah, his head, I could feel it. I was in tears. I was just in tears and overwhelmed with gratitude. Hi, and welcome to the Natural Birth Podcast, the podcast that is bringing embodied birth wisdom from women from all over the world sharing their natural birth stories. Don't forget to subscribe and download so that you can always have access to these empowering and positive natural birth stories. Hi, my name is Anna, also known as the Spiritual Midwife, and I am the Natural Birth Podcast host. I'm a midwife and a childbirth educator, and I assist women in optimizing their chances of having an empowering and natural birth experience and a nourishing and healing postpartum. I offer holistic birth preparation and postpartum online courses worldwide for the conscious mama wanting to prepare emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually for her birth and for her postpartum. And if you want to know more about me and what I do in the world, then visit me at thenaturalbirthcourse.com. If you had a natural and empowering birth experience that you would like to share with the world, then you can email me at midwife at gmail.com and maybe your story will be featured on the Natural Birth Podcast. Now let's dive into today's episode. Today on the Natural Birth Podcast, we have one of my oldest friends. Our mothers were best friends, and so were we on and off throughout our childhood and teenage years, as you do. And today we get to hear her sweet hospital birth story with her firstborn. And Sanna is actually pregnant again, and I hope to be much more involved in her pregnancy and birth journey this time around, as I am actually moving back to Sweden. Yes, that is right. I am moving countries. Heck, I am moving continents all the way back to my Nordic roots. And it's been a year in the making. The corona pandemic has really brought things into perspective and I've been sitting with this decision of moving back to Sweden this whole year and it hasn't been an easy decision. I've lived in Australia for six years now and I've been living overseas for most of my adult life and maybe that is also why I'm now called back to my roots. I've done my exploration of the world and self-exploration in the contrast of different cultures. And now I'm ready to return to the motherland. Or who knows? For the foreseeable future, anyhow, I will be in Sweden. On Wednesday, actually. 
that's when I leave Australia and fly all the way back to Sweden. So I'm also here to tell you that this episode will be the last one for a few weeks because I am having a well-deserved break after moving to the other side of the world and I will be spending it with my family and friends at beach houses and on road trips in the beautiful summer. So I suggest that you check out the wealth of birth stories and pearls of birthing wisdom available to you from previous seasons during this time. Some are worth listening to again and again, and some might just not have been anyone you've listened to yet. There's some real gems from the first and second season that you definitely should check out. Now, enjoy this beautiful episode with my dear friend, Sana. Sana is a mom of one and an artist from Stockholm, Sweden. She makes beautiful art. She started her labor at one of the most unusual places, as labor and birth doesn't really care about big occasions or convenient schedules. In this episode, we get to hear about her natural and empowering hospital birth. Curious about Sanna? Find her on Instagram as artbysanna.se. Hi, Sanna, and welcome to the Natural Birth Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. How are you today? I'm great. Happy to be here. It's so great to have you here being my childhood friend from Sweden. Now let's see if we can actually speak English together. It's a bit weird, isn't it, to be both Swedish, but we're going to speak English so that everybody around the world can understand. It's very weird. Yes. But we try. (laughs) We will try. All right, Sana, uh, with no further ado, let's get into it. I would love to hear about your natural birth story. It's Saturday, it's the 29th of September, and I'm making myself pretty, doing my hair and makeup because we're going to my husband's exam party. Mm. And I start to feel small contractions. And because I'm so excited for this birth, and I've been waiting for Charlie every day for nine months, I don't dare to think that it's actually going to start. So I keep on doing my makeup, doing my hair, and I speak to Joanne and say, I think it might start something, but we go to this ceremony and it's, it's a good thing that time passes by anyway. So we go into town and Joanne is going to go and do his photograph with his classmates. So I, I'm alone and trying to find a good seat in the big hall. And then I feel like a little water come, almost like I peed a little bit. And I, of course, freak out. (laughs) Afterwards, it would be a really good birth story if my water just breaks. (laughs) But it doesn't, it comes a little bit of water and I start to realize that this is going to happen soon. But I sit in this big hall in the back 
So if something happens, I can just run out. Or if the water breaks, I can just run out quickly. And the ceremony starts and they play a lot of songs. And I remember in one song, one song could be maybe three or four minutes. And I have four or five contractions during this time. Wow. So, <laughs> mm, so I understand that okay we're not going to be, be uh, we're not going to be able to go to the dinner tonight and afterwards I speak to Joanne and say that we're we need to leave but we call into the hospital and let them know that we're on our way and ask if they have place for us and they do at that hospital where we went before and have prepared to go to, to so that was lovely And then we went home for packing all the stuff and preparing because when we were going to be back the next time, we were going to be the three of us. So we cleaned the house up and took our stuff. And here I remember the contraction was starting to be really intense and uh, there was no question anymore about what was going on. We were going to have a baby soon. And then we came to the hospital. We got this lovely room and they made an exam on me, telling me that I was maybe one or two centimeters. So it would be a good thing if I walked around or moved around so it maybe would start up. So we went outside maybe for an hour, took a walk around the hospital. And I remember here I was so happy I was so excited for this and uh, every contraction I had, I just leaned towards something or uh, stood still. But in between, I could move and talk and just act normal. And then when we came in again, she had a look at me again and uh, telling us that now it looks like you're going to have your baby tonight. So you can check in your room and put on the hospital clothes. Because I didn't want any medical pain relief, I had looked into and looked forward so much for the bath. That's why I chose this hospital, because I knew I was going to be able to take a bath. So the first time we did when we checked, checked in our room was to pour up this bath. And I remember being so disappointed because I couldn't be comfortable at all. Oh, no. No. All the positions I tried to sit in and it was so warm. And I gave it a good try, but it wasn't my thing to, (laughs) to have a bath. Maybe if I had much cooler water. Mm. Because after the bath, I got so warm and that kept on going the whole uh, labor and until mm. the end. Mm. So I almost wanted to do the whole thing completely naked because I was so warm in that room. So mm. maybe if I would have, have had a little cooler water, maybe that would be nicer for me. Mm. I guess you can't have that having... We can do it during the labor, but during the birth, it needs to be a certain degree to um, for the baby to come out in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. What degree? Around uh, 37, 5. 
okay, okay. But after that, we, I know at this time we were alone in the room for many hours and we took the contractions together, me and Joanne, and it was still easy for me to handle them. Mm. We tried different positions and they had so many tools in that room. They had this Pilates bowl and the mat on the floor. So I tried out whatever felt comfortable for me. But if I remember it right, I think I was most comfortable standing up for a long time and just holding Joanne throughout the contractions and walking around. Do you want a natural birth, Mama? Then a natural birth course might be for you. Do you see birth as a rite of passage and an important and transformational event that you'd like to feel fully empowered in meeting? Are you, like many other women, realizing that it is time to take back your power as a birthing woman in the birth space and birth your baby your way? Would you like to feel calm and confident as you birth your baby with all the tools you need in order to meet the labor sensations naturally and be ready, body, mind and soul? Do you deeply down know that your body was made to birth your baby and that you have all the inherent power and inner wisdom to do so? Are you looking for holistic midwifery wisdom and guidance to assist you and give you all the evidence-based information you need in order to feel fully sovereign in your decision-making around your pregnancy and upcoming birth? Then the Natural Birth Course is for you. Find out more at thenaturalbirthcourse.com What do you feel helped you throughout the different phases of labor and birth? You used mobilizing a lot, so standing up was a really great thing for you to do. Did that relieve the pain kind of thing? Or why did you like standing up? When I was standing up, I could hold on to Joanne or I could hold on to a wall. And then I just, I use my voice to say like down and mm. yes. And because I, had this toolbox after reading and preparing for the birth so I used all the tools I had and that that tool the voice and the positive words helped me a lot beautiful words of affirmation and sending the energy down with sound and the words down and yes yes and um, so we so we do maybe four or five hours alone in the room the nurse and the midwife come in and check check up on us from time to time but I remember this phase being really private and we turned down the lights and it was I felt private and nice and then as the contraction intensify I come up to a stage where I can't can't find a nice position and the midwife comes in and she examines me and let us know that it's 10 centimeters and right. that we're soon going to 
going to have our baby. And then I remember my whole body being so, I was so happy. I burst into tears, but at the same time, it was so uh, intense. Mm -hmm. I couldn't find a position to be comfortable in. So how did you feel? You were 10 centimeters open. You're so close to having your baby. You were feeling teary and no, no position was feeling any good. What happened then? Did you start feeling an involuntary force to push down or did you get that urge at all? Yes. And I told the midwife that I, I, need, to, I need to follow my body now. My body just wants to start push this baby out. And she told me to wait, to not do it too quickly, yeah. to hold. And I remember this being so hard to hold against all my body wanted to do was just push this baby. And uh, maybe for five or six contractions, I hold and I didn't let it go. And then I told her, we need to just listen to my body now and I need to try to push. So we started pushing and she held my knees, I remember. and. Uh, started to push and she wanted to have hot blankets i remember she had these warm blankets wanted it to push them towards my groin and i really didn't want them there it was so i remember the heat and the room being so warm mm. so that didn't work for me at all it sounds like she wanted to put a warm compress on your perineum to help it with the warmth uh, to to stretch, probably when you were pushing. Mm. So were you lying on your side at this point? or We tried a lot of different positions. Uh, we tried uh, that I was standing on my knees, holding Joanne, uh, holding my partner in the end of the bed. But I, I had a problem finding a nice position here. I lied on the side, on my knees. I stood on all fours. In the end, it was nice. The nicest, comfortable, most comfortable position for me was laying on the back. Mm. So I had, I had the baby on my back. Before that, I, uh, I remember thinking this is never going to work. <laughs> He's never coming out, but of course he did. And she told me, you could do this. Joanne was sharing on me. And after, I think it was an hour of pushing and I felt his head with my hands. And she said, just one more contraction and he's out. And I gave that last push and I heard his little scream voice for the first time and it was so beautiful and Joan was crying Aww. and uh, it was such a beautiful moment and they gave me gave Charlie to me up on my chest it's so hard to remember everything because I was so tired after all that long pushing and fighting I remember the joy and the relief of him coming out mm. when you were birthing your baby did you did you use sound did you use breath 
How did you work with the bearing down sensation? I used that a lot. I I remember screaming a little bit and using this down and yes and just use positive words. How many hours were you in labor before you had your baby? The first contraction started at two in the afternoon and Charlie was born at night, four o'clock, five o'clock at night. In the morning? Yes, in the morning. Yeah, beautiful. So that makes it 14 hours maybe. And the pushing stage was an hour. Mm, Beautiful. And what I remember is because it was not natural for me to think of the breastfeeding the first thing charlie did when he was laying on my chest he knew exactly how to go for the breast and i remember after just one or two minutes he was breastfeeding wow yes it was so beautiful they're so Um, clever if you just let them if they come out and they're alert, some babies come out and they're a bit sleepy or they might have had a bit of a hard time coming out. But if you, they come out and they scream and they're alert, they usually have big eyes and they do the little baby crawl and they crawl their way up to the breast and they self-initiate, which is taking their mouth, bumping around with the head until they find that nipple and then they just start breastfeeding. It must have been amazing to feel that and to experience that so much. Yes, it was beautiful. So babies on the breast, breastfeeding, what happens then? I have Charlie on my chest, we're breastfeeding. It's time to get the placenta out. And I remember that being so easy. And she shows me where Charlie had lived. Mm. And it was so cool to see this big nurturing thing that had kept Charlie alive for so long. It was beautiful. Yeah, it's quite Uh, amazing. The sack in which they lie in and the placenta with the richness. Mm. And afterwards, she sutured and stitched me up. And I had Charlie the whole time. Beautiful, Sana. Is there anything else... um, that you would like to share about the birth story in itself? What did you find that made it an empowering birth? I felt so comfortable in that room with the nurses, with the midwife. I felt uh, comfortable with my partner. I felt me and Joan did the, the whole experience together as a team. He was with me the whole time, holding me, helping me. Mm. and and my body knew how to do it i didn't if i just kept my brain intact and didn't run into fear or uh, try to just escape and just stay calm and relax my body knew how to do that and my body knew how to birth a baby mm, beautiful if you could give any advice to a first-time mama that is about to have her first baby and she really wants to have a natural birth, what would you say to her? To me, it was really important to prepare, to read, to watch 
clips of other birds to I would definitely take your course if your course had been there before my birth I would have done that to I'm um, to prepare and to know what what is coming mm. and uh, also to s- don't be afraid of the pain because we're so used to be afraid of pain and if we have a headache or something we take a painkiller and we used to it just disappeared if you would want it to but this is not a dangerous pain this is a pain for your child to come out and if we can just be comfortable in the pain i think we it, it helps out a lot to not be afraid of it and then to trust your body and to trust the baby with the breastfeeding i felt charlie knew how to do that i didn't i didn't need to think and figure that out he knew what to do yeah. so so and that keeps on in the life with charlie he teach me so much stuff mm. that comes natural to him gorgeous beautiful i love that i really agree with that to to trust your body to trust your baby and makes a huge difference and to view the the pain or the birth contraction sensations as useful and as something that is bringing your baby to you and it's a positive sensation means that you're soon going to have your baby in your arms it's productive it has a meaning it's not sick it's healthy it means that your body is working <laughs> thank you so much sana for being on the natural birth podcast it's been beautiful to have you with us thank you for having me thank you for listening if you love this podcast then please share it grade it on itunes and leave a comment if you want to connect on social media you can find me on facebook as the spiritual midwife or on instagram as the underscore spiritual underscore midwife thank you for listening